Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What do you do when your partner is asking you to pay rent and you don't even live together? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 17-year-old female, friend, 18-year-old male, told me he no longer respects me after I went skinny dipping with him and three other guys. We've been friends for three years. Five of us, me, my friend in question, and three other male friends of ours, were hanging out last night when one of those other three suggested we all go skinny dipping in his family's pool while the rest of them were away. I didn't really love the idea, but I didn't want to be left out, so I went ahead and got naked and jumped in the pool. None of the guys did anything at that point to make me uncomfortable, and I ended up even showing off some of my skills on the diving board. Later on, my friend offered to walk me home. As we were walking home, he said, I lost a bit of respect for you tonight. I didn't think you were that kind of girl. I mean, there were four guys there. I told him, I don't understand. He said, I just thought you were marriage material or something, but now I'm reconsidering. I said, it's okay. I don't want to marry you either, bro. He said, I just can't believe you got naked in front of four guys and then went up on the diving board like that. I said, so you lost respect for everyone or just me? He said, you because men don't marry women like that. I changed the subject of the conversation, but after I got inside, I blocked his number. I'm feeling very uncomfortable about how he's spoken to me. I'm going to see him at school on Monday. I feel so angry that my friend told me he lost respect for me. What do I do next time I see him? I don't feel like hanging out with him again at this point. Clearly, this guy had way more feelings or interest than he ever let on. Frankly, his opinion isn't warranted, wasn't asked for, and isn't needed in this circumstance. It's not like OP and them were dating. Definitely not the kind of person you need in your life anyways. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is child-free couple, male, female, 32, struggling to opt out of family vacations now that kids are involved. This story involves my parents, male and female, 60s, my wife and I, male and female, 30s, and my brother's family, male and female, 30s, and their two-year-old daughter and one-year-old son. A little over two years ago, before my brother had kids, my parents resurrected the idea of whole family vacations. We hadn't done it in a while because of starting careers, conflicting schedules, etc., and it went really well. So well that my parents decided to straight up buy a lake house both for their own enjoyment, but also has a place for this kind of event. My brother lives pretty far away, while I live very close to them, and my wife and I both put in a good amount of time and effort getting the house all set up and ready to go. We also have spent plenty of weekends there with my parents. So last year, it was time to have the week-long family vacation, and unfortunately, it was just not a good time. I love my brother and his family very much, but my wife and I are just really not interested in children at all. On the flip side, my brother and his wife love their children more than life itself and spend every waking moment they aren't at work interacting with them. Some of the things that bothered us about the vacation with them were their child is not allowed to watch TV, but they want her to play in the main TV room. The TV was not allowed to be on while the child was awake. 
Their bedroom shares a wall with the TV room, so when the child is asleep we must be quiet and TV volume at a whisper level. They could be in a bedroom away from the TV to mitigate this, but that one doesn't have an attached bathroom, so that's what I get. Sister-in-law is breastfeeding slash pumping, which must be done quite often, like every two hours apparently, but we don't want to exclude her. So any boat excursions we do are very limited, which really kills the lake vibe for me. It probably takes 30 minutes for them to get ready, 30 minutes to drive to a cove and anchor, drink a beer, and then start packing up to drive back to the dock. My brother and sister-in-law don't drink. When they're around, neither do my parents. This is allegedly a vacation, and I'd rather lean towards mimosas every morning and party on the pontoon. With no TV and limited lake access, everyone spends 100% of their time just watching the kids play on the floor in the living room. I don't enjoy this at all. Their child is scared and allergic to my very friendly miniature dog, who is smaller than the child. Doggo doesn't understand why nobody wants him around when usually my parents love him. So now it's already been brought up about this year, and I said I didn't have a good time last year and I'm not coming this year. I'll go with just my parents, but I think it should just be the four of them without me for the week, so they can cater specifically to just my brother. I could tell this was the wrong answer. I don't mean anyone any harm, but if I wanted kids, I would have some. I want my vacation to be about me and what I want. I'm having trouble with communicating that in an inoffensive way. What do you think I should do? I mean, personally, I can't really blame OP. If you're going to the lake house, you want to have a good time on the lake or doing activities you would normally expect to do at a lake house. I mean, it would be one thing if, yeah, you had to accommodate for the pumping and whatnot, but the fact that you're so restricted and that you can't do anything leisurely besides basically just scroll around on your phone or watch the kids play it's disappointing and ultimately i understand where it gets to a point where you say honestly i'm not really vibing with that all that much i don't feel excited about going it's nice to see the kids it's nice to see family but like how much time am i gonna just have to waste just kind of sitting around watching the kids play if anything i would say op should pop in for like a day or two something that may not even need like time off from their work So that, you know, they're there and they're having a good time together, but OP has their fill of what's going on, and then they can vacation somewhere where they're more fulfilled. This next story is, I tested positive for chlamydia, but my partner tested negative. I feel like I'm going crazy. Backstory, I, 18-year-old female, friends with benefits with this guy, 20-year-old male, and he's my only sexual partner. I lost my virginity to him. We've been messing around for three years. The last time we had hooked up was November 17th, 2023, and I got tested December 21st, 2023. When my results came back, it said I had chlamydia, so I texted him and told him I had to tell him something important, and the first thing he said was, is it health-related? He was really apologetic and told me he just got tested but nothing came back yet. He then tells me that he's been hooking up with three girls during the months October to December. He said he had hooked up with one of the girls unprotected and the other two protected. I was so angry because he never told me he was hooking up with other people and I felt so betrayed because I trusted him. So I decided to tell my close friends on Instagram about him for awareness to others that he's dirty and hooking up with multiple girls without any regards for anyone's health. His results came back and they're negative and I explained that he probably got tested before, found out he had it, cured and never told me and i'm now just finding out and he stopped being apologetic and started calling me a liar but i'm confused on how i am positive but he's negative when he's the only person i've hooked up with in my life 
I'm thinking his test was false since he did a urine test and I did a swab test. I need help on deciding what to do next. I hope I didn't just expose him and I was wrong the whole time or I just need an explanation on how this is possible. I think the... Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. Yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Very likely thing here is his cleared up and he just lied to OP. The only other alternative in my mind, which is not a pretty picture, is he slept with one of these people, got lucky and didn't catch it himself, and then proceeded in the same day to hook up with OP, which I find grotesque and hopefully pretty darn unlikely. I think it's a pretty safe bet that he just had his clear up and lied. I mean, he was apologetic at one point. Initially, he said, is it health related when OP said they had to mention something, so they kind of knew. Our next story is, is it rude when my boyfriend, 29-year-old male, walks away from a table without me, 28-year-old female? My boyfriend and I were out to dinner tonight at a nice restaurant. We stand up from the table to leave and put our coats on. My boyfriend gets up, puts his coat on, and walks and stands by the door to wait for me. By the time he's already at the door, I'm standing up, adjusting my skirt, and have barely even put my coat on and grabbed my purse. I feel that it's rude when he doesn't wait for me. He does this frequently and I've said to him before, hey, can you wait for me to be ready before you get up and walk away from the table? He also used to always walk way ahead of me and I thought it was rude. So when we're walking towards the car, I said, hey, can you please not walk away from me and when I'm not ready, it's rude and embarrassing. And he's like, wow, sorry, I got up from the table and waited for you by the door. It's not like I left the restaurant. I'm like, yes, but it's just rude and makes me feel bad and it's embarrassing when we're out to a nice restaurant and everyone here is on a date. Does anyone else find this rude? He doesn't realize how his behavior is rude. It feels narcissistic. Not only do I think it is on the rude side or definitely at least on the clueless side, but it kind of leaves me scratching my head too because I just think if I were on a date at a nice restaurant and it's time to leave, I wouldn't actually do so, but in the back of my mind, I would want to be so close as to like offer my arm for my date to grab, you know? I would definitely be standing there saying, you got your coat, make sure you grabbed everything, all ready to go, and definitely walk out with them. It feels way less embarrassing, especially if you're socially awkward. And also, like, what's the rush? You're gonna beat the traffic to the door and hold it open for me or something? I mean, I get it if you're, like, absent-minded and you just kind of walk off if you're a naturally faster walker. But I've never really understood the people who choose to just willingly walk ahead of their partner and kind of walk off. Our next story is, my, 28, boyfriend, 33, hasn't responded in two days. My boyfriend is extremely busy with work and tired because he worked over the weekend. 
took two exercise classes this week, spent the whole night at the office until 5am on Wednesday, and had a big meeting with a tech lead yesterday. We agreed over a video call that he's supposed to watch our dog Rice Ball for the next two weeks because I'm moving to a new apartment tomorrow, but he's not answered calls or texts for two days. I am really worried about him and hope he's okay. Riceball and I are screwed because I have to move out of my current place by end of day tomorrow, and he's supposed to send $2,000 for me to sign the lease that he helped me choose. I don't have the funds to cover this on my own and find a place for Riceball to go by tomorrow. He has not communicated at all for two days. Fridays are no meetings, so I know he's not at the office today. I need help. What should I do? I mean, is this out of the ordinary? If it's something where like they literally haven't responded for two days and it's so unlike them, I wouldn't be opposed to calling for a welfare check if you know where they're staying or going there. If you know for a fact that he's actually just trying to ignore you, like he's just not responding, maybe he's reading the messages but not replying. Maybe it's their way of saying, I'm not giving you the $2,000 and... Maybe they're saying this isn't going any further. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories about guys who are in the office till 5am. Our next story is, I was gonna meet my girlfriend, 29 year old female, and her friend, 30 year old male. Instead, they had a 5 course dinner and arrived over an hour late. A couple of years ago, my girlfriend of 14 months and this guy went on a couple of dates together, but ended as friends. He's now married to another woman. Today, they were going to go out for a quick dinner, then one hour later meet me at a pub. I, 32-year-old male, was also invited to the dinner but had other plans. I show up at the pub at the specific time, order a pint and wait. I text her after 15 minutes about when they'll be here. She says they've ordered the five dishes, set course menu, and are waiting for one more dessert. I ask them which restaurant they went to but get no reply. After another 15 minutes, my beer is empty, and after always having to wait for her to arrive to our appointments, I start preparing to head home. Another 15 minutes later, she says they're going to leave to the pub soon, and complains about the bill at the restaurant being so high. I tell her not to bother, as I'm already on my way home at this time. It might be that I'm overreacting, but what I find bothers me some extra about this is the fact that she's always so careful about saving money never wanting to go to those types of restaurants together with me, and the only time we've gone to a comparable restaurant has been twice on holiday and once for an anniversary, but today she figured she'd impulsively go with that guy. In addition, she had ample time to let me know they ordered a bigger dinner and would be late so that I wouldn't show up on the scheduled time as well. I don't know. Advice? Am I overreacting? I feel so disappointed and hurt. I don't blame OP for feeling hurt. They made clear and concise plans with OP. OP was there, waiting for them, ready for that. And they hit up OP and say, oh, by the way, we're ordering a five-course meal and we're also ordering an extra dessert. It's just one big middle finger to OP saying, hey, by the way, I know you're waiting for us, but we're just blatantly letting you know that we're going to take double, maybe triple the time to actually get there. You know, just continue to be a concept in our minds that only actually resumes once you're visibly in front of us. You know, just wait it out like the AI we think you are. This next story is, my daughter, 16-year-old female, and her boyfriend, 16-year-old male, broke up and now his mom wants to still be friends. How do I tell her I don't want to be friends anymore? They turned out to be not very nice and snubbed their nose at the thought of my daughter, who was adopted, tainting their bloodline if they were ever to get married. I liked them all before I found that out. 
I'm non-confrontational, and I'm actually very happy that they decided to break it off. I don't want them to get back together, and I don't want to be friends with this kid's mom anymore, but I just don't know how to go about it since she texted me saying that she's so sorry it didn't work out and was hoping that we could still be friends. I'll probably still run into them occasionally, but I don't want to stress about it. Could someone please help me? The best advice I've seen for a situation like this is kind of similar to what a lot of people say texting their dad is like, where they'll text their dad a text that has a few questions in it, like, when are you coming? Also, what color shirt are you wearing? The dad will almost always reply, blue shirt, and that's it. So what OP should do here is say something like, yeah, it's too bad it didn't work out between the kids, but it was probably for the best. And you just send that and you avoid the whole friends thing. Our next story is, husband, male 42, overwhelms me, female 32, and I want a divorce, but he does not. Been married for two years, no kids. If I come back from work and sometimes just simply want to wind down, he just starts talking non-stop. Sometimes about heavy topics such as religion, politics, current affairs. It's also frustrating that he cannot accept that I have different views to him on certain topics. He always has to challenge me and try to get me to agree with him. It ends with him name-calling me. If we're watching TV, he will constantly pause shows or movies to air his opinion, which he'll go on and on about. For example, a show that's 30 minutes long with him will end up taking up to two hours to finish it due to his constant pausing and airing his views. He spends his free time watching random YouTube videos and podcasts. He always has to share what he watches with me. Sometimes the videos are up to an hour long and he expects me to watch it with him, despite him having seen the video. I do it to make him happy, but I've also told him to not always do that. I have lots of things I need. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market to be doing and can't constantly spend my free time watching videos that purely interest him he gets so offended bear in mind he works 35 hours seven day shifts i work 12 to 14 shifts ranging between three to five times a week i also do night shifts every other week so when i'm not at work i try to sort out any errands do chores spend time with him and also have me time he doesn't let me have me time For example, I just came off night shifts, so naturally on my days off, I was awake past midnight. I cleaned the house and finally had some me time by watching TV. He had gone to bed at 9pm, yet he got angry at me for not coming to bed at the same time as him. Another time, I spent the whole day cleaning and I only had 3 hours of sleep and went to work and had a day full of assessments. I also had to travel far for this. When I eventually came back, he just couldn't stop talking about his day. Again, I listened and eventually an hour later I shut my eyes. I was still listening. He carried on and on. Then he starts playing a video he watched prior and wanted me to watch it too. He made me get up and said it was a quick video. After 5 minutes of watching it, I asked how long it is because I am really tired. He told me it's 30 minutes long. I said yeah, that's too long right now as I'm really tired. He kicked off so bad by saying, what have you done to be tired? 
followed by him calling me rude and just shouting at me. When I tried to defend myself, he just got more angry, so I stopped saying anything, but he still went on and on. It's also ironic as he's always whining that he's so fatigued despite never doing night shifts, working less hours than me and doing less chores than me. He spends his free time watching YouTube videos. I'm always mindful of his space. If I'm on my phone in my own time after spending the whole day with him, it's still a problem to him. If I make him dinner, he wants us both to eat it at the same time, even if I'm not hungry. If I go to the bedroom to get some space, he follows me there. If I'm doing chores or cooking multiple dishes at once, he will constantly interrupt me to watch what he's watching. Sometimes I would just like to be left alone. He's getting out of hand now, as when I've defended myself, even saying that I just want to be left alone, he rings his siblings at midnight or my mom at 3am slating my character, telling them how things are my fault, I am selfish, how he tries so hard with me, he makes me out to be this toxic villain. On New Year's Day, he did the same thing except in front of his mom and mine. He started shouting, hitting himself, throwing things and said he had contemplated unaliving himself because of me. Naturally, both moms were crying and upset. I tried to defend myself, but again, he would interrupt and get more aggressive, so I stopped saying anything. He called my mom last night again, ranting to her. Despite my mom currently being in the hospital with my brother right now, who just had an operation to remove his cancerous tumor, he also told me that both moms have seen how toxic I am. And they've seen my true colors because it was me, according to him, who had been dramatic on New Year's Day. The gaslighting is unreal. I've said I wanted a divorce as this is too much for me. He's humiliated me in front of my family. He minimizes my feelings and wants me to be his puppet. I told him I was not going to be emotionally blackmailed by the whole unaliving issue. He told me not to flatter myself. I just don't understand how I can get through to him that it's not working and to move on. On one part, he's always on my case and criticizes me, yet on the other hand, he doesn't want our marriage to end. I don't get it. I mean, bottom line here, he doesn't have to agree to the divorce for you to go through with it. I don't know if there's anything diagnosable going on here. I think this is probably well beyond saving at this point. He's probably very, very comfortable with how things are. Maybe he thinks acting this way is going to get him what he wants and eventually you'll submit to it. So in that sense, he doesn't want the marriage to end, but he'll continue putting up a fifth for as long as you'll put up with it. Our next story is male 61, female 61. One of us refuses to share their food with the other. It is theirs only. Seems like a simple issue, but it really divided us as to what is acceptable behavior. We are long-term relationship. One of us shares all food, snacks, etc. and has no issue doing so, even if only a bite left. The other one of us shares no food. Now, I do not mean if they have one bite left. I mean if they have a bag of chips, popped some popcorn, have a bag of candy, it is theirs. End of story. The logic is, they got exactly the amount they want, and they do not have extra, thus it is theirs. The other person says, there are two of us. We know the other person may want a bite, so why wouldn't that be taken into consideration? The fun part is the person that does not share has no issue helping themselves to the other's food. So, personally, I am of the opinion that if it's a declared thing, it is understood that when they're getting something, they are getting something in an amount for themselves. I understand in most relationships, people will probably share meals and food, but if you say, I'm getting this and I just want all of this to myself, 
I think that is a fair and legitimate thing to say and request, and it immediately becomes an issue of the other parties speaking up and saying that they want some of that, and if they could compensate for that by having some more. Let's say the no-sharer makes a bag of popcorn and they sit down and start eating it, and they're satisfied because they want that whole bag of popcorn. Their partner walks in and starts going, hey, can I have some? Is it not reasonable to say, well, I just made this for myself. If you want, you can make a bag for yourself. I do think it is incredibly hypocritical if they help themselves to others' things without asking. Now, if the no-sharer asks, hey, can I have some of that, and you allow them to, I don't think it's hypocritical because you're consenting to that. You want to share with them. If anything, does this mean that the no-sharer, whenever they're going to make food, has to compensate by saying, hey, I'm getting X or I'm making X, do you want some? Might be a good workaround. Our next story is, my 24-year-old female, boyfriend, 33-year-old male of 3 years, is asking me to pay him rent when we don't live together? My boyfriend is expressing that he feels taken advantage of because he thought the relationship was a partnership, and that I should help him with certain things because he's struggling financially. I have details in my other post, but basically he has debt from a previous marriage, and other bad financial decisions he made when he was younger, plus student loans. He works at an IT help desk job right now. After graduating from computer science last year and entering a really bad job market, he lives in subsidized housing, and I admit all of our hangouts are at his house. I have good savings, an excellent credit score, and a stable job. I'm doing alright for someone my age, I think. Anyways, there was a stretch of time where I worked remotely from his house, on his insistence of us spending more time together. I always paid for our groceries either 100% at the start, then 50% later on. He has not been keeping track properly since June 2023, so yesterday he demanded I pay him back. Well, I also paid $5,000 for a vacation that cost $6,000, so after we talked about that, he said, Okay, from today, we are even. Now, today he's saying that the relationship must change and he doesn't see it going back to the way it is. That if I intend to stay at his house, part-time living bear, that I need to pay a portion of his rent. To clarify, even when I worked from his home, I never slept over. I was just there a lot. I only very recently have slept over on weekends or Thursday through Sundays in the last two months maybe. He says that he pays rent for his space. And since I'm taking up space that I need to pull my weight and pay... This seems kind of weird to me, but I don't know if I'm being unreasonable. It doesn't seem normal to pay someone's rent when we don't officially live together. He says that it doesn't matter what it is legally, but that I should pay if I spend consecutive days at his apartment. That if I want to be treated like a girlfriend or a guest, I can only seldom stay over. And if it's more than that, arbitrarily going to be set by him, probably, then I am a roommate and I should pay. He also said that from now on, I need to pay half of his gas money. We usually use his car to pick and drop me off, and I don't know. Even with my friends, we don't pay each other gas money because, well, we find that a bit cheap. Unless it is super long distance. When my boyfriend and I go for super long distances, we always use my car for reference because it's newer. Mine is 2013, his is 1997. He then also said that I must pay 50-50 of all dates from now on. Or if he pays 100% of the dates, then that means we will be going on dates significantly less. This is really sad to me because we haven't been on dates in 5 months, which has been one of my complaints about how we don't spend quality time together, and that he doesn't do the emotional labor of planning a date for us every now and then. Also to me, having to go 50-50 on a date feels really bad, but maybe I'm unreasonable and I should pay half? 
I don't know, but it seems like he doesn't even care that the date aspect is really important to me, especially after being deprived of it for so long. By the way, we didn't go on dates because he never thought about planning them, and we grew complacent, I guess. He also said all of this stuff in a really crappy tone to me, repeatedly implied that this is final, and he won't go back to the way things were because he feels taken advantage of, and feels like a fool for thinking we were a partnership. He also said some other nasty things to me too. I'm very torn because maybe I have unrealistic standards and he's right that I should pay, but even logically to me it seems wrong to pay his rent and dates gas I can maybe see, and I already do for groceries or other mutual purchases. Please help me. I really love him. I'm not sure what's happening to us and I feel really scared and sad. Now, personally, how I feel? I don't know about rent. The thing is, does he want you over there? Are you visiting? Or are you allowed to move some stuff in, take advantage of some of the space in that apartment? Or is it just you're spending nights there? If that's the case, I don't think OP should be paying any of that rent. As far as gas money, if he's going to pick OP up and driving them back to their place and doing the same for dropping them off, I think OP should be paying half of that gas money because it's something that he wants to do, right? He wants to go pick you up. He wants you at his place, right? On the dates, I think splitting the bill 50-50 is fair for a one-on-one date. Gas money and dates, sure, but like, if he wants you around at his place, he can't be expecting to like, make money off of you being there. Like, that's just unreasonable. Our next story is, my 23-year-old female, boyfriend, 26-year-old male, introduced me to his parents after a year, and I'm disappointed. Me and my boyfriend have been together for a year now, and he finally introduced me to his parents. He first told his parents about me just over a month ago, but now I've met them, I'm disillusioned with the relationship, and realized I've been mothering him all along for nothing in return. My boyfriend messages me late the night before that he's going out clubbing, Tuesday night. He usually goes clubbing twice a week and doesn't bother giving me a heads up, but he says he won't be going hard. Obviously I'm disappointed but not surprised, yet I know there's nothing I can do. The following morning I check my socials and see pictures of him and his friends posted at 4am of them at an afters. So much for not going hard, I don't hear from him so I shoot him a, what's the plan? He responds with, grab a coffee somewhere and have a wander, or maybe we go get a meal, and ends up asking me where I want to go. Now I'm getting frustrated because he had a whole month to organize this. By this point, I've already done a few hours of errands, I've done my hair, makeup, I go to a nail appointment for a fresh set, and on my way to town, I pick up a bouquet for his mother. As I'm walking up to my boyfriend and his parents, it feels like a slap to the face. There I am in a silk dress with my hair and makeup done, and there my boyfriend is, hungover, wearing the same dirty outfit he wore to the club the night before. His mother makes a comment that she practically had to drag him out of bed this morning because he still hadn't gotten up by the time they had arrived. My boyfriend doesn't have a clue what the plan is. He decides Weatherspoons is the best idea, UK chain pub, and Weatherspoons you order on a mobile app. My boyfriend orders his parents meals and pays for all three. To my surprise, I have to order and pay for my food and drink separately. That aside, I am colic and the menu in the pub isn't very allergen friendly. At the time, his father makes a comment about how small the portion sizes of their burgers are, and my boyfriend suggests we go to another chain pub around the corner after this. But my boyfriend took me there once for a meal, and the only gluten-free, coliac-safe option they had was a side of mashed potato. That's seriously it. 
It really upset me that he raved about how good the food was at the place and wanted to bring us all there next when he knew exactly how upset the experience made me. Visualize him eating a loaded burger and me hungry with nothing. I'm not sure how he forgot, so I sat quietly wanting the ground to swallow me whole. After the meal, we go to an arcade and had a lovely time. His parents are amazing folks who I'm honored to get to know, especially as his mother is battling terminal cancer and it is very important to me that I meet her at some point. Overall, I'm left conflicted and confused. I have so many questions. He's 26 and I feel like it's ridiculous that as a 23-year-old, I have to tell him to dress nicely or that he didn't bother to make plans and try to make me sort something out the morning of. The man has never once paid for my meal, let alone organized a proper date that isn't buying him a Lego set from a toy store. I feel so dumb for maybe expecting a dinner reservation or a trip to a nice cafe, or at least for him to pay for my meal this time, let alone remember that I'm Koliak. He is a career chef. It's not hard. A side note, I'm not mad he went clubbing. I'm just confused as it was objectively a bad decision to be hungover when introducing his parents to his girlfriend of one year. I know that's not too much to ask. Anyway folks, what the heck do I do? I feel rotten as this whole meeting has disillusioned me. This felt like the last straw for his low effort and lack of… common sense? I realize now he's incapable of making these adult decisions and directing himself properly. He's still battling dumb teenage boy impulses as a nearly 27 year old man that has lived by himself since 18. This isn't the sort of thing that will get better, but I'm stuck in the guilt of having met his terminally ill mother. If we break up, I'd feel terrible if she passed away soon after, and I'm not sure how to navigate this. Sick and tired of holding on to hope it will get better. Please help. I'm at a loss and don't know where to start. I mean, the bottom line is, you can try talking to him about these things and see if he is actually willing to work and try to improve. I don't know if OP necessarily believes that they're capable of improving, but I think an important thing to keep in mind here is, if OP is certain that this is over and they want out, you can't let a circumstance like his mother's condition prevent you from leaving. I just don't think it's ever healthy or going to lead to a good result by sticking around solely out of pity. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.